in your hand. Anybody else? Benjamin, do you want to share? Didn't you tell me something awesome? You, you text me something. All right, let's tell them. favorite verse and started talking about it and then started, you know, talking about God about him and the awesome witness and cool. If, if you just, even if you don't even say anything, just reading it, it's a good witness and cool to the thing you're doing it for. Anybody else? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to say anything. Is there any? Go ahead. That might be the key. Oh, you paused it? See, that's been acting weird. I don't know. Will it? Will it? Now it's doing. Okay, I think we're good then. See, sometimes it stops on its own. It's weird. We're good. All right. Well, we are going to introduce a special speaker tonight. Like I said, it was right after Camp Sunday where I looked at Logan, I think, and I said, Logan, I want you to preach for Bible study one of these Wednesdays. And he's like, yeah, sure. And uh, I knew that I already had a few people in mind and I wanted to talk also. And it just didn't work out. Things just didn't work out until now that he could preach. So I know Logan's been very excited. He's talked to me a few times um, about where God's leading my heart and, and, and messages for the upcoming weeks. Um, in the upcoming weeks, I think God's laid it on my heart. We'll see if He changes it. Um, I had a message all prepared for last week, so I might be able to preach that in a couple weeks. Um, but but still continue with the series, but kind of going off in a di- different direction. Because one question that a couple of people have asked me already is, you know, this is great, but how can you tell? They, people want more information on how you can tell when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. How can you tell? So So I'm doing some research and... And, and, you know, put my own thoughts together, looking, looking up verses in the Bible to help along with this a little bit, just a little at a time. But I think we're going to go like, a, like maybe four more weeks with this. We'll see. Um, where, how do I identify? How can you tell when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you? And um, so from my own experiences, pull from a couple resources that I have in the Bible, obviously, we'll go from there. So. But anyway, I say that to say that Logan has has been talking to me about this because he, he believes God's laid a message on his heart to kind of go along with, 
I think something along the lines. Am I correct with that, or has he changed your thoughts? Okay, well, it's changed. God has God has a great way of doing that. But anyway, I'm excited to have Logan up here. Um, if there's one thing I know about Logan is is he has a desire to serve God with all of his heart, and uh, I can't wait to hear what he has to say. I know that um, one thing, another thing about Logan is he is not somebody who spends time. Um, he, he spends, in my, in my opinion, probably more time looking at the Bible, reading the Bible, learning about God, expressing his feelings towards God than probably anything else in his life. And, and that's something that we can all learn from, including myself. When I think of Logan, I think of somebody who, who it shows in his life that, that God is the main priority. And uh, it's hard to do that in this day and age. God wants us to do that. I think Logan has got a great balance of that in his life. And so, if anything else tonight, which I know he's going to bring the noise, get that from his life's testimony without saying a word, that Logan is somebody who lives for God. He tries. To, he, he spends, in my opinion, more time um, seeking God than anything else he does in his life. And that, at his age, is awesome. At anyone's age, is awesome. So, Logan, I'm going to let you have this mic. Come on up. I'm going to stand back there, make sure that the... CD doesn't pause on you. Well, thank you, Mark. Um, first off, Lindsay, will you come back to the piano, please? And praise team, will you return to the platform for just a moment? Um, I just I just like to sing that. Um, it is my desire. One more time. Um, I feel the presence of the Lord in this place, so we're going to sing that again. I encourage you, if you if you want to lift your hands, go ahead, because the Bible says to praise the Lord, all you people. So go ahead and raise your hands if you'd like, or however you praise the Lord, you won't scare me. So.
Lord. Thank you. you. May be seated. First off, I want to say that Ben, sir, that was a wonderful testimony. And Kelly, I'll tell you what, the Bible says not to lay treasures here on earth. But let me tell you, you have treasures. Kelly, Kelly and you both, I'm telling you, you have treasures over in heaven for that. I promise you that. So thank you for that testimony. It was wonderful. Um, I want you to turn to Romans chapter 7, and we're going to begin in verse 15, please. And while you're turning, I'd like to thank Mark for the, uh, for the kind words he said, and most of all for letting me have the opportunity to preach tonight because it's, it's quite an uh, opportunity. So thank you. You there? Romans 7.15. Okay. Now I want you to think about this and see if this describes you. Uh, in Romans chapter, or chapter 7, verse 15, it reads, For that which I do, I allow not. Allow could have been um, interpreted understand. For that which I do, I understand not. For that, for what I would, for that which I want to do, I do not. But what I hate, that do I. I want to explain that for a moment. Paul's in a state here where um, you've heard of Paul saying that he has a thorn in his flesh, which means that he had something in his life that he was tempted by and he couldn't get rid of it. Now, they never really said what that was, but um, there was something in Paul's life that he just couldn't, um, he just couldn't understand that he was dealing with because... Christ died on the cross for him, and he just didn't understand it. But then over in Romans 8, uh, the Lord finally gives him the uh, remedy for his problem. But he says, For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that do I. So I'm going to ask you today, I don't want you to raise your hands, but um, is there something in your life today that you don't understand why you're doing it? You, you know you're saved. Um, you know the Holy Spirit lives inside you. But you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, it could be a number of different things. I don't know what it is exactly. But uh, let's go on to verse 16. It says, If then I do that which I would not, if I do that which I don't want to do, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. So there's his problem. He has sin that, that's dwelling in him. Um, and then it then says in verse 18, For I know that in me dwelleth no good thing. What a statement. For to will is present with me. He's saying to will, which means our willpower, uh, what we need to do. Um, he's trying with all his strength to not do this thing that he's talking about. There's some sin in Paul's life that you've heard of the sin cycle before. When you do something, you take it to the altar perhaps and then you pick it back up again maybe a month later and you keep doing it and you can't you can't seem to find victory in that in that area of your life and then it says um, okay the rest of verse 18 but how to perform that which is good I find not he says I don't know how to perform good where I'm at right now I'm in I'm in this state where I love God I'm trying to serve God but there's something in my life that I don't understand um, why I'm doing it Verse 19, for the good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. He said, I'm trying to do good with all my strength, but there, I just I just can't seem to do good. I just can't seem to get this thing out of my life. So 
Um, my message is entitled, Are You Holy? Uh, that's, that's my message. And feel free, like Pastor Dan said, if you throw an amen at a preacher, it's like telling them to sick him. So if you want to say amen, then go for it. Uh, what is holiness? Holiness means to be set apart. Um, I, I have a lot of points here, but I'm, I'm going to take it real slow so you can digest, digest this because it's, it's quite a lot of information. So I'm going to take it as slow as possible. Um, it means to be set apart unto God, holiness. Uh, if you'll remember in, in Exodus where, um, where Moses was at the burning bush, and it says, Moses, remove your, your, your shoes because you're standing on holy ground. Now, what's that mean? It means that you are in my presence, Moses, so take off your shoes because this ground is set apart because that's what holiness means. It means it's set apart unto me. So the next point is remember, remember some of the great men of God. They were set apart. So think of David. He was set apart unto God. He said he was a man after God's own heart. Think of Abraham. Uh, they, they said of Abraham that he was a friend of God. Um, holiness means... That, it is the act of being acceptable unto God. Um, the only way that we can do that is by being a clean vessel that he can work through. Uh, think, think of your life. Um, what's in it right now? What's taking the place of God? What's that habit that you don't seem to get rid of, but you're trying with all your strength to get rid of it because uh, you want to live holy and righteous before God, but you just can't seem to? Because you're, you're, the bottom line is, though, and this, this is going to sound kind of harsh, but... Uh, your faith is is in the wrong wrong area, but we'll get to that later. Um, holiness means free from contamination. Uh, it's quite a it's quite a statement. It means free from contamination. Now we as human beings we have contamination, don't we? Uh, we have problems in our life that we can't seem to get rid of, whether it be lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, lust of a thousand different stripes. I don't know uh, where you're at, but uh, even cheating, maybe in school, drugs, alcohol, illicit sexual activity. I don't know what your what your problem is, but uh, the good thing is that God does, and uh, he, he'll be able to set you free from that. Okay, uh, my next question is, okay, now that is what is holiness. That's what I just covered. Uh, now you know what holiness means. It means to be set apart unto God. Uh, next point, what are you striving for? In your life, what's the, what's the purpose of your life? Are you trying to um, receive popularity? Are you trying to receive wealth? You're striving for that boyfriend or girlfriend you've been you've been having your eye on. Are you striving for the coolness factor, or are you just striving just for yourself? Are you striving to say, um, God, I know that there's a problem in my life and I can't seem to get rid of it. I've been I've been praying constantly. I've read your word, uh, I don't know, two, two hours a day, an hour a day. I've fasted. I, I don't know. I've tried everything in my power. I've been going to church. Um, I don't know. You fill in the blank. But I just can't seem to get rid of it. What's, what's my problem? I want to I live holy before you, and that should be the, the mindset of all Christians, is to live holy before the Lord. I thought this was a great quote um, I found in, in one of my references I, I was using, but it says that men are calling you to sin and uncleanness. 
Okay, just think about that for a minute. You, most of you go to a public school. You, you know what goes on. Uh, they're, they're wanting you to, oh, come on. Let's go to this party. Let's go, let's go drink. Let's go smoke. Let's go chew, whatever. Let's go, um, I don't know, why don't you do, like what Mark said the other night, why don't you do more stuff with your girlfriend? Why don't you do more stuff with your boyfriend? What's wrong with you? But it says, but the Holy Spirit is calling you to righteousness unto holiness. Will you answer Him? Praise God. Uh, J.C. Ryle said this, Holiness is the habit of being of one mind with God, according as we find His mind described in Scripture. It is the it is the habit of agreeing in God's judgment, hating what He hates, loving what He loves, and measuring everything in this world by the standard of His Word. He who most entirely agrees with God is the most holy man. I just heard on the news, I think it was today actually, that um, that they were arguing over not putting a nativity set, you know, of the baby Jesus and the wise men and Joseph and Mary. They were arguing about not putting that in a park. Now think of where we'll be 10 to 15 years from now if they're arguing over putting a nativity scene of the park. Where, where are we going to be at? It says, loving, hating what he hates, loving what he loves. A lot of us love what he hates, don't we? We love to we love to get on the computer and look at pornography, don't we? We love to light up the cigarette. We love to drink the booze. We love to do things with our girlfriends. We love to do things with our boyfriends. Fill in the blank on that. Um, but but the Bible says that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Praise God. The truth shall make you free. Um, I, I'm going to say something a little strong, maybe, but. It says that you shall know the truth. Now, that doesn't mean that if you pray more that you're going to have victory over in your life. Now, I'm definitely not condoning that you don't pray because I think that's one of the most important things in a Christian's life is to pray. I think that one of the most important things is to read his word. Now, the Bible itself, this book, just the act of reading it will not set you free. Uh, the material in it will, and you have to believe the material. But you, this book alone, just reading it out of works, this will not set you free. Uh, the act of, of fasting, and as important as fasting is, I believe wholeheartedly in fasting because um, I think that's one of the main ways we get close to the Lord is, is by fasting. But it doesn't say in this, in this Bible, though, that uh, that will give us victory in the, in the problems of our lives. It says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. What's that mean? It means that you shall know that what Christ did at the cross if you believe in that. Now, think of what Christ did there. He, he defeated death, He defeated hell, and He defeated the grave. The main problem in a Christian's life is the flesh, isn't it? Our main problem is we want to watch every nasty thing on TV that we can. We want to watch every nasty thing on the Internet that we can. We want to do... I mean, that's our nature because of what Adam and Eve did. We want to gravitate towards the nastiest thing. But in order to have victory over that in the only way is to have faith in the cross and what Christ did there. And so, uh, sorry, this is... I actually had a message before this that was a lot more positive than this one, and it actually changed four days ago. So, sorry about the harshness, but we'll get to the good part in a second. Okay. Uh, I'd like you to turn to Ephesians 4.24, please. Just for a moment. 
promise you it'll get better. Y'all staying with me? You good? Staying there? Ephesians 4.24, you there? And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Um, God or Christ often referred to the excuse me, often referred to the old man, which means um, before we were saved, that was our that was the old man. Um, this is, I hope this makes sense to you, but um, the old a lot of Christians are not trying to put on the new man, as he's saying here in Ephesians. They're trying to improve the old man. They don't. They don't want to uh, to let go of their of their sinful thoughts and desires and just self in general. Um, okay, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. The only way that we can um, put on the new man is by putting our faith in Christ. And like I said, put it again in the cross. But I'm sounding repetitive, but um, I hope that I hope that you understand this this morning. Are you willing to put off the old man? Are you willing to press forth into the into the new man? Okay, the only way that you will be holy to God is that you must crucify your flesh daily and follow Him. Remember what we talked about the the flesh. That's man's number one dilemma is the flesh. Um, Matthew sixteen twenty four. I won't have you turn there, but it says, "If any man will come after me." Let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. And I might have paraphrased that. I might not have said it absolutely correct. But in other words, you need to crucify the flesh. Not literally. Not literally nail yourself to a beam and hang yourself. But I'm talking about saying, Lord, I'll get up this morning, and I want to live my utmost for you. So I want to crucify my flesh. I want to take away... I think he's got it. But praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. What does I have on it? Uh, you can just start with number one. I'd like for you to, to bow your heads and close your eyes, please, if you would. Uh, first question I'd like to ask you, and it's between you and the Lord totally. Nobody's looking around. Um, you say, Logan, I'm, I, I've totally uh, missed the mark on this. Uh, I'm, I'm struggling with something that I don't understand why. Uh, I just don't know where to turn next. It seems like my... I'm I'm totally devoting my willpower to this thing and it just doesn't seem to to have victory over. So uh, if that'd be you, it's just you and the Lord. I'd love to pray with you. Uh, I promise I won't embarrass you. So if you would just slip your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Second question. Uh, you might say, Logan, I don't know what what you're talking about. It seems like I'm struggling with some of these things, but um, I, I I don't know what you're talking about this Jesus and, and God. I don't even know if I'd go to heaven tonight if I died. 
uh, I'd probably go to hell, actually. If that describes you, I'd ask you to lift your hand, and I'd love to pray with you. It's a simple prayer of salvation. All right, go ahead and, and crank that up, Michael. And uh, If any of you that raised your hands, or even if you didn't, if you'd just like to pray at the altar, feel free, just you and the Lord. There is joy. It's beyond all measure. And that his feet on our knees, a peace of mind, it can still be found. It can still be found. I like this. He said, if you have a need, my child, I'll always have for you an answer. Boy, aren't you glad of that today? All you have to do. Is return and claim it. For child, you're standing right here on the holy ground. Come on, let's sing. We
For we are standing. We are Whatever you have need of, ask, because we're in His presence right now. For we Give him a hand clap of praise. This is one of my favorite songs that my father's ever pinned down. I love it. How many has ever felt just you made a mess of the day? You ever been there? You got mad about something and you just showed yourself. You know what I mean? Some of you have done that. Was it today? We are standing on holy ground. You know it. Sing it with me. And I know that there are angels Praise God. Uh, I definitely know without a doubt that some of you have made a commitment to the Lord tonight, and that was my number one goal tonight. It was number one to give glory to God, and number two to see, see Christian people um, devote themselves totally to the Lord. So I praise God for that, and I give Him all the praise and all the glory. And um, I thank Him for moving tonight. I, I expected the Holy Spirit to... Uh, to do something tonight, and I believe with all my heart that he did. So I just wanted to do a thank Mark again for, for letting me speak. It's a privilege, and uh, I believe this was a message that the, that the Lord gave me to give to you. So I, I don't receive any of the credit whatsoever. I praise all to him. So thank you for letting me speak, and I pray that you'll take this with you and use it, not just this week, but for the rest of your life. Put your faith in him because he's the only one that's going to last in the end. So that's all I have to say. So thanks for your attention and and your time. Thank you very much, Pastor Justice. Yeah, you guys get an early night tonight. Don't forget about next Thursday. Raise your hand if you think you can make it.